Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Memor by Avram Golder, and today we're Zechud Sukha Daf Chafal. The second parak, Hayashin Tachas Amita. So the three topics we're going to focus on: number one, on the bottom of Daf Chav Amid Beis, the Gemara brought a Mishnah from Oholos, where Rabbi Yudah said, "Kol Ohel she'ina asui b'de Adam ina Ohel." Any Ohel that is not made by man is not an Ohel with regard to Tuma. The Gemara asks for Rabbi Yudah's source and answers that he derives the Gezer Shava based on the word Ohel, for it's written here regarding Tuma via Ohel. Zos the Torah Adam ki Yamus ba Ohel. This is the law regarding a man who will dine at ten, and it's written regarding the Mishkan, the Yifros is the oil of Mishkan. And he, referring to Moshe Bain, spread the tent over the Mishkan. Just as the Ohel in the case of the Mishkan refers to an Ohel made by man, so to here in the case of Tuma, the term Ohel refers to a shelter made by man. The Rabbanu dispute reviewed and ruled that even a naturally formed oil, such as one burrowed by man, transmits tuma, learned from the repetitive expressions of ohel ohel written in the context of tuma, that it comes to include the law of tuma even by a naturally formed ohel. Point number two, the Gemara questions whether Rabbi Yehuda indeed holds that ko'ohel she'na asubidi adam eno ohel, citing a mission from Par that details how children were born and raised in special courtyards in Yushalayim, on top of the bedrock with a hollow beneath them, so that these children, protected from birth from any possible tumas mace, would be available to draw water by the sequestered kongado who would prepare the par duma. When the time came to draw water, they would bring oxen with doors on their backs, and the children would ascend and sit on top of them. The doors served as an oil to block any subterranean corpse, Tuma, from penetrating to the children sitting on top, while they traveled from the protected courtyard to the spring where the water was drawn. Rabbi Yudah said, They would not bring doors, but rather wide-bellied oxen. And it was these oxen that shielded the children from any Tuma. We see from here that Rabbi Yudah rules that the naturally formed ohel, formed by the oxen's back, constitutes an ohel. When Rabdimi came from Eretz Yisrael, he said in the name of Rabbi Lazar, Moder Rabbi Yehuda Kamali Egrov. Rabbi Yehuda agrees that in the case of a naturally formed ohel that is large as a fist, that it is deemed an ohel. And point number three, in the Mishnah, Rabbi Shimon said, there was an incident involving Tavi, Rabbi Gamaliel's Evid, who would sleep under a bed, and Rabbi Gamaliel remarked to the Zakanian to observe that Tavi is a Talmud Chacham and knows that slaves are patr from Sukkah. The Gemara brings a bright where Rabbi Shimon says, From the conversation I just reported, we can learn two things. We learn that slaves are patr from dwelling in a Sukkah, and that one who sleeps under a Sukkah has not fulfilled his chiyu. The Gemara notes that from the fact that Rabbi Shimon used the more unusual term of Masicha So from his casual conversation, Rabbi Shimon is teaching us the lesson that was said in the name of Rav. From where do we know that even the casual conversation of Tamlechachamim requires study, as there are lessons be gleaned from it? For it's stated, and whose leaves do not wither. Leaves are the lightest part of the tree, representing a Tamlechachim's casual speech, and they do not wither, but endure. So once again, the three points are number one. On the bottom of Daf Chaf Amid Beis, the Gemara brought a Mishnah from Olos, where Yudah said, Ko Ohel Adam Ohel. Any Ohel that is not made by man is not an Ohel with regard to Tuma. The Gemara asks for Yudah's source and answers that he derives the Gezer Sheva based on the word Ohel, for it's written here regarding Tuma via Ohel, Adam Kiyamus Ba Ohel. This is the law regarding a man who will die in a tent. And it's written regarding the Mishkan, the Yifro says the Ohel Ohel Mishkan, and he, referring to Moshe Benu, spread the tent over the Mishkan. So just as the O in the case of the Mishkan refers to an O-L made by man, so too here in the case of Tuma, the term O-L refers to a shelter made by man. The Rabbanu who dispute Rabbi Yehuda and ruled that even a naturally formed O-L, such as one burled by a weasel, transmits Tuma, learned from the repetitive expressions of O-L, O-L, written in the context of Tuma, that it comes to include the law of Tuma even by a naturally formed O-L.
Point number two, the Gemara questions whether Rabbi Yehuda indeed holds citing a mission from Parah that details how children were born and raised in special courtyards in Yerushalayim on top of the bedrock with a hollow beneath them so that these children protected from birth from any possible Tumas mace would be available to draw water for the sequestered Kongado who would prepare the Paraduma. When the time came to draw water, they would bring oxen with doors on the backs and the children would ascend and sit on top of them. The door served as an oil to block any subterranean corpse tumor from penetrating to the children sitting on top, while they traveled from the protected courtyard to the spring where the water was drawn. Rabbi Yudah said, They would not bring doors, but rather wide-bellied oxen, and it was these oxen that shielded the children from any tumor. So we see from here the Rebuta rules that the naturally formed ohel formed by the oxen's back constitutes an ohel. So when Rabdimi came from Eretz Yisrael, he said in the name of Elazar, Modi Rabbi Yehuda Kamaliagrov. Rabbi Yehuda agrees that in the case of a naturally formed ohel that is as large as a fist, that it is deemed an ohel. And point number three, in the Mishnah, Rabbi Shimon said that there was an incident involving Tavi, Rabbi Gamaliel's Evid, who would sleep under a bed. And Rabbi Gamaliel remarked that this again to observe that Tavi is a Tamil who knows that slaves are pater from sukkah. The Gemara brings a bright where Rabbi Shimon says, From the conversation I just reported, we can learn two things. We learned that slaves are pater from dwelling in a sukkah, and that one who sleeps under a sukkah has not fulfilled his chiyu. The Gemara notes that from the fact that Rabbi Shimon used the more unusual term of Masichaso from his casual conversation, Rabbi Shimon is teaching us the lesson that was said in the name of Rav. From where do we know that even the casual conversation of Talmud Chachamim requires study, as there are lessons to be gleaned from it, for it stated, and whose leaves do not wither. Leaves are the lightest part of the tree, representing a Talmud Chacham's casual speech, and they do not wither, but endure. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Duff Chafalov, and our standard Simmer is a car, which is pronounced Ka by people from Boston. Once again, it's a car pronounced Ka by Bostonians. So here goes. The kids in the Ka taking a tour through the Tower Safari Park, who were on the lookout for naturally formed OLs, burrowed by weasels, were astonished when they saw wide-bellied oxen carrying children down to a stream, being led by two Tomlechachamim involved in casual conversation. Once again, it's a motion. The kids in the Ka, Ka, that must be more Duff Chafalov. The kids in the Ka taking a tour through the Tower Safari Park, who were on the lookout for naturally formed ohels, burrowed by weasels, which reminds Rebuta learns that kol ohel, she'eno asubide adam, eina ohel, any ohel that's not made by man is not an ohel with regard to tumah from a gazer shava, based on the word ohel, just as the ohel in the case of the Mishkan refers to an ohel made by man, so to here in the case of tumah, the term ohel refers to a shelter made by man. The Rabbanan dispute Rebuta and ruled that even a naturally formed ohel, such as one burrowed by a weasel, transmit tumah, they learn it from the repetitive expressions of ohel, ohel, written in the context of tumah, that it comes to include the law of tumah, even by a naturally formed ohel. So the kids in the Ka taking a tour through the Tahor Safari Park, who were on the lookout for naturally formed ohels, burrowed by weasels, were astonished when they saw wide-bellied oxen carrying children down to a stream, which reminds us of more questions whether Rabbi Yehuda indeed holds that ko'ohel she'eno su'bide adam eno'ohel, citing a mission from Par about the children raised in purity, so they eventually could draw water for the ikon involved in the paraduma. The Tanakhama holds they rode on top of doors that were on top of oxen as they went down to the stream so they could not become tamim, and Rabbi Yehuda said, they would not bring down doors, but rather wide-bellied oxen. It was these oxen that shielded the children from any tumors. We see from here that the Rebuter rules that the naturally formed ohel by the oxen's back constitutes an ohel. 
When Rav Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael, he said in the Imrabal Lazar, Mod Rabbi Yehuda Yehuda agrees in the case of a naturally formed OL that is large as a fist, that it is deemed an OL. So the kids in the car taking a tour through the Tahor Safari Park, who were on the lookout for naturally formed OLs burrowed by weasels, were astonished when they saw wide-bellied oxen carrying children down to a stream, being led by two Tamil Chukamim involved in casual. Which reminds the Gemara as Menayin Shafil Sichas Tamil Chukamim Srikhalimud, from where we know that even the casual conversation of Tamil Chukamim requires study, for it is stated, Va'alehu lo yibo, and whose leaves do not wither. Leaves are the lightest part of the tree, representing a Tamil Chukamim's casual speech, and they do not wither, but endure. So once again, the kids in the Ka taking a tour through the Tahor Safari Park, who were on the lookout for naturally formed ohels, burled by weasels, were astonished when they saw wide-bellied oxen carrying children down to a stream, being led by two Tamil involved in casual conversation. All right, now it's time for Four Blabach Hazara. Daf Yudzain. So the Simmer Daf Yudzain is a used car salesman. So here goes. The used car salesman, used car salesman, that must be run Daf Yudzain. The used car salesman who sold used sukkahs on the side with airspace and puzzle schach, which reminds us, which reminds us that the Talmudim of Rab said in the name of Rab, Avir postable shlosha schach puzzle postable ba. A strip of open airspace is postal sukkah when it's three tfakim wide, and a strip of invalid schach postal sukkah when it's four tfakim wide. When Rabba challenged them based on the mission that teaches that if the roof of a house was breached in the center and one placed schach on top of it, if there's a distance of four amos between the wall and the house and the schach, the sukkah's puzzle, which implies that a gap narrower than four amos does not disqualify, the Talmudim answered him that that halach is based on Dovan Akuma, in which less than four amos invalid schach can be viewed as part of a bent wall. Their ruling of four tfakim concerns puzzle schach in the middle of the sukkah. So the used car salesman who sold used sukkahs on the side with airspace and puzzle schach tried to convince the shopper not to take the one with airspace next to less than four tfachim of fabric, which reminds the rubber posed another challenge that when there's a case of a strip of puzzle schach less than four tfachim wide in the middle of the sukkah, and next to it there's a strip of open space less than three tfachim wide, the sukkah is kosher because there's not enough puzzle schach to invalidate. Yet, if one filled the open space with spits or other puzzle schach, the sukkah is possible because the width of the invalid material is now at least four tfachim. But should not the open space which disqualifies a sukkah when there's just three tfachim wide be as potent as puzzle schach which disqualifies a sukkah when four tfachim wide? The Talmud responded that if the question is valid, then Rabbah would have the same challenge in the case of a strip of invalid schach less than four amos wide in the middle of a sukkah next to an open space of less than three amos wide. So the used car salesman who sold used sukkahs on the side with airspace and puzzle schach Try to convince the shopper not to take the one with airspace next to less than four tefachim of fabric, but to buy the luxury halachal emotion Sinai one with almost four amos of fabric instead, since it doesn't combine. Which reminds us, the rubber responded to the challenge by saying that there's no comparison according to him, the mission's rule that Dalad Amos Apostle Schach invalidates the sukkah is not based on Dauphin Akuma, but it is a halachal emotion Sinai shear that disqualifies the sukkah, whether the material is at the side of the sukkah or in the middle. And this strip of invalid material, which measures four amos, only when it combines with open space, doesn't have the shear to disqualify sukkah. For since the shiurim for the invalid schach and open space are not equal, along with starfe, they don't combine to make up the requisite minimum. But according to the Talmud, who stated shear of Dalad Fakim, based on original reasoning that the measurement is only significant because of a gap, it's a minimum that constitutes a separation, they must therefore explain what difference it makes whether the separation is made through puzzle schach alone or through a combination of puzzle schach and open space. Daf Ches, so the similar Daf Ches is a chuppah. So here goes. When the chassan who proudly designed his chuppah, chuppah, that must be more on Daf Ches. When the chassan who proudly designed his chuppah as a large sukkah, with three tfakim of open space, closed in a bit with spits, which reminds us that Abai said that an open space of three tfakim in the schach of a large sukkah 
can be reduced with sticks, which are valetzchach, or with spits, which are puzzle, since the gap now lacks the width of three tfachim necessary to puzzle the sukkah. However, in a small sukkah, which is only seven by seven tfachim, if you reduce it with spits, it is not effective since the open space and spits together form a gap in the schach of three tfachim. Therefore, they're significant enough to be regarded as separate from the schach, and the valetzchach lacks the requisite dimensions of seven by seven tfachim. So when the chassan who proudly designed his chuppah as a large sukkah, with three tfachim of open space closed in a bit with spits, was challenged by his father on whether lavud applies in the middle, which reminds us, which reminds us, there's a malchuk, is whether yesh lavud be'emsa. The one who says yesh lavud be'emsa brings a riot from two protruding koras, two beams in the mavli that don't meet in the middle, but there's less than three tfachim between them, and that works. The one who says ain lavud be'emsa brings a riot from tuma opposite a small aruba, a skylight, where the bias is deemed tahor. So, when the chassan who proudly designed his chuppah as a large sukkah, with three tfachim of open space, closed in a bit with spits, was challenged by his father-in-law whether Lovett applies in the middle, the call ran out embarrassed and hid on the porch covered in schach that had no columns. Which reminds us of one place schach on a porch, she'engel pitzimin, that does not have columns that are placed at intervals less than three tfachim wide. Abai says the sukkah is kosher, amrinim pitikri yord vesosim, because we say that the edge of the roof extends downwards and seals, meaning the edge of each porch, is viewed as extending downward to form the sukkah's requisite partitions. Rav says the sukkah is possible because he holds lo amrinim pitikri yord vesosim. Dafyutes, so the symbol for Dafyutes is a yacht. So here goes. The adults on the homo yacht trip, yacht trip, that must be run Dafyutes. The adults on the Chomod Yatrip enjoyed sitting on deck in the shade under the psal that protruded outside the sukkahs, which reminds us a ton atop psal yotzmina sukkah, nidun kasukkah psal, referring to schach that sticks out of the sukkah, is treated like a sukkah. Ula said this refers to sticks of schach that extend behind the sukkah, and one might have thought that since its walls were initially for the interior of the main sukkah, and were not made for the extension, which is outside, one could argue the extension does not have valid walls. The Bryce is coming to teach that it is valid. Rabbi Rav Yosef said they were dealing with sticks of schach that protrude in front of the sukkah, and one wall extends along with it. You might have said that it doesn't have the requirements of a valid sukkah. The Bryce is teaching us that it's valid since protruding section is not regarded as separate from the sukkah. Two more interpretations are given. So the adults on the Cholamoad yacht trip enjoyed sitting on deck in the shade under the psal that protruded outside the sukkahs, while the kids playing hide-and-go-seek hid in the sukkah that leaned against the wall. Which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, Haosa Sukaso can mean Srif. If one makes a sukkah like a conical hut, or Shesmachlo Koso, or he leaned it against a wall, Rabbi Eliezer rules in either case that it's possible because it has no roof. The Chami rule that it's coached because they hold Shipua Olim Ko'ohim Damu. Sloping roofs are considered roofs. It was on a brace of Rebbe Yezer agreed that if he raised a sukkah that leaned against the wall, a tefach off the ground, or distanced it a tefach from the wall and supported with pegs, then it is kosher. So the adults on the Cholomoed Yatrip enjoyed sitting on deck in the shade under the psal that protruded outside the sukkahs, while the kids playing hide-and-go-seek hid in the sukkah that leaned against the wall, and in another one they had small reed mats that were typically for reclining. Which reminds the next mission introduced to Malchus being the Chami and Rebbe Yezer regarding when large and small mats, Machasalos, can be used as chach. Dafchaf, so the summer Dafchaf is a cafe. So here goes. The leather bag cafe, cafe. That must be more Dav Chaf. The leather bag cafe, which reminds us, the Gemara brings a mission in the 80s that taught, Kol Chotzolos Metamin Tumay Meis Divi Rabbi Dosa. Rabbi Dosa says that all Chotzolos are Makabal Tumas Meis, and the Chamim are understood to say they are also Makabal Tumas Midras. Chotzolos are defined as leather bags. Rashi explains that shepherds use them for pillows when they lie down to rest. Rabbi Dosa holds that since this is not their primary use, and shepherds are not encouraged to lie down on the job, they are not Makabal Tumas Midras. Rashi says they are Makhasolos Mamish, real math. So, the leather bag cafe were 
guests occasionally sat on mats to regal and forgotten Torah from the newly arrived sages from Bavel, which reminds us of how Rachel Lakish recalled Rebichia and his son's pshat in the Machos between Ridosa and the Chami by first mentioning three times the Torah was forgotten and was retaught by those that came from Bavel. The first one by Ezra Sofer, then Hillel Azakain, and then Rebichia and his sons. And Rebichia and his sons said that Ridosa and the Chami are arguing over mats that most people do not designate for sitting on. Rebidosa holds that they are not Makabu Tumas Midras, and the Chamim hold that since some people occasionally sit on them, they are Makabu Tumas Midras. So the Leatherback Cafe, where guests occasionally sit on mats to regular and forgotten Torah from the newly arrived sages from Bavel, organized beds in their sukkah restaurant on Sukkos for really tired guests to sleep under, which reminds us. The opening mission of the second barrack states, Hayashin Takhazamitabasukwasa, one who sleeps under the bed in a sukkah has not fulfilled his chiyuv to dwell on a sukkah. Rashi explains that the bed serves as an independent oil and is a barrier between him and the sukkah. Rabbi Yudha said, it was our practice that we would sleep under the bed in the sukkah in the presence of the zakanim, and they didn't say a word in protest. The Gemara will explain that according to Rabbi Yehuda, the bed is considered an ohel arai, a temporary dwelling. A temporary shelter doesn't supersede the permanent shelter of the sukkah. All right, so that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ramgol, the Zichur, a great day and great learning.